0: All right, are you ready to record an episode? I can't wait. Are you ready to bring the platinum content? With the golden shovels, baby. call this meeting to order let's call it to order adam we have reached a major milestone on the show this is a major milestone brother this staff meeting is our 50th
1: episode 50 episodes of this week today can you believe it you know, honestly, I, like I said before, I didn't think our friendship would have survived this long. So no, <laughs> not even in the slightest. And we have other people that interact with us, not in a million years.
0: No, there, there's all kinds of things happening on the show these days that were, I would say, my wildest dreams.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: It's all happening and I'm excited about it.
1: And it's happening in a big way. A huge way. It's happening in the hugest of ways. I feel like that we don't have many more accomplishments that are this big in our lives, like not marriage, not kids, like this is the biggest thing. I 100% agree.
2: Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> before we get
0: into our agenda, Adam, uh huh, I thought that this would be a good time to tell the origin story of all this.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely.
0: Because human beings by nature are rememberers. True. And we're designed to keep a history of things.
1: Yeah, logbooks, history books, records.
0: It's human nature to want to keep the history of things. And, and, you know, people want to keep a history of things for a number of reasons. One, they want to document it. Two, they want to learn from it. Uh, Looking back on history is kind of the key to maintaining a culture and an identity as an individual and a group. It has kind of a bonding effect. Sure. There's also enjoyment in looking back and remembering positive experiences. Yes, I I 100% agree with that. Yeah, and so... You know, this may be a silly podcast, but it's a significant part of both of our lives. Definitely. And we love doing it, and it, it deserves an exercise and reflection.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I think you're 100% right, as I said.
0: Yeah, so let's just take a minute to do that. So here's kind of how This Week Today came about. And of course, you know this story, but maybe some of, some of our listeners don't know. Sure. So when I started Gravity Beard, you know, most podcasters feel like they've got an obligation to do a weekly show, at least initially, they get this idea that the that a weekly rhythm is what they need to build up their show. The problem is, is that's really hard to generate content every week. That's right. So what they end up doing, or what I ended up doing, is is falling into suit what a lot of podcasters do is is you have to come, up you try to come up with something that's shorter and easier to do in the off weeks. For and I tried a handful of different things, and the problem was, is that I'd have to come up with ideas for the off week just like I did the main week, and it was just it was just too much. So. I think I've told you this before, but I listened to a radio station out of Dallas called The Ticket. Mm-hmm. Actually, everyone should listen. I, I love that radio station so much. And you can. its a, it, You can get it streaming. There's a morning show on there called The Musers, and it runs from 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And it's hosted by three guys named Craig and George and Gordon. And there there might actually be a small handful of people that listen to this podcast that also listen to The Ticket. That's possible. But anyways... Craig does a segment every Friday. It's called Scatter Shooting.
1: Scatter Shooting. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, but Scatter Shooting came from a column of the same name that ran in the Dallas Times Herald. It was written by a guy named Blackie Sherrod. Huh. And Blackie started working at the Herald in 1958. Now, he died in 2016 at the age of 96, and the Herald was shut down in 1991. But here's, you know, this isn't just a meandering story. Here's how it all ties together. This week today, in a weird way, is the third generation of a concept that started in, on the in the newspaper sixty years ago. Because this week today is based on Craig Miller's segment on Fridays called Scatter Shooting, which he based on Blackie Sherrod's column. That's fantastic. Yeah. So the so you know I don't think it's overstating it to say that this show, which I was inspired by some something before me, which was inspired by something before that. This show has inspiration that goes back to the late 50s.
1: I like that a lot. I love and, when things are like that. Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you thought you had a general idea, which I think you did. But I bet you didn't know that our show had that type of origin story.
1: It's a continuing legacy of over 50 years.
0: Yeah. 60, actually. 60 years. Yeah. This this year is the 60-year anniversary of him beginning his, Blackie Sher beginning his career at the Dallas Times-Herald. That's awesome. Yeah. How about that? Super awesome! Now, this is where you and I, where our, our roads crossed. I, when I came up with the idea for this week today, and this, of course, is a story you d- you you know for sure, but the listener may not. Is I I started the I had the idea, but I didn't necessarily. It didn't even occur to me that I need a regular co-host, and so <laughs> I had I had a couple of people that came on the early episodes, but I heard you fill in with your buddy Andrew, mm-hmm. also a listener of the show. On Liz, Liz's show, "Avoid Being Hated," the April Fool's episode.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun.
0: It was, and it was a great episode. And you guys were Thank really you. funny, and you had great <laughs> chemistry, and
1: it just clicked. And
0: I had known Liz for a while, and I, I may have even have been on their show once by then.
1: No, you were on there twice because you were on there once as a guest, and once you did a fill-in where Tony had to emergency like not be there. That's right. So she called you, and you're like, "I'm in." I got a text from Liz
0: like like 5:30 my time and she's like hey can you can, can you record tonight which tonight meant hey like as soon as you're done putting your kids to bed and shoveling in your dinner can you can you hop on and record an episode like like as soon as you're able
1: can we do this well but true to chris form you're like yeah done and i'll be there yeah i was like
0: yeah i'll make it happen we can do that let's do this well cuz cuz uh, you know I, I love liz and i love their show yeah and i enjoyed being on there the first time and i was like heck yeah sure. I, will, I will make it happen i will
1: I will put my kids down. And not for nothing, but I always enjoyed when you were on her show. I always enjoyed your content contributions and so it was always a lot of fun to edit. Oh, thanks.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah so for sure. so I heard I heard
0: you do the April Fools episode. Loved what you did and kind of your sensibilities and your, your um just your comedy. And I thought I'm gonna reach out to Adam, who I don't think we'd ever interacted before. No. And ask him if he wants to be the permanent co host for this for this fill in show. Yeah. And I I was really nervous to ask you actually. Really? I, I was bracing for rejection. Are you serious? Well, I mean not because you didn't like me or didn't like the show or whatever. I there was there was any number of reasons why huh. I figured, eh, you got you got your own life, you got your own thing going. You know, you don't know me well enough to
1: commit to a show. <laughs> and uh and you were nice enough to say yes. Well, I I when you first called me, I was like, are you sure that you know it's me and not Andrew? <laughs> right, right because because he had hosted a podcast before. Right, right. He had a he had one called Two Loose Screws, and yeah. then um, I'm not sure if that one's even still up anymore. Um, but then he did his own called Room 173. So he was he was kind of uh, a, an experienced podcaster at that time. So that's how you became the co-host of the show, and it's, yeah, it's been so fun, man. <laughs> it's been so much fun.
0: Okay, so here's another evolution of the show. Here's where the staff meetings came from. Mm-hmm. So. Chris Brayden from More Gooder Than and the Podfix Network, which this show is part of that network, I was out at his house. Liam and I went out to visit them in, in Bakersfield, California. And one night after the kids had gone to bed, we were just sitting around chatting about stuff. And he said, hey, you guys need to have a hotline. You guys need to start a hotline for the show. Because he's got one for his show. It's really, really good. You know, yeah. They've got a bunch of funny callers, you know, a lot like what we've got now. Yeah, but he, he had this, and it was very well established. And it was—it's a really fun part of his show, and he uses it on his off-week episodes. That you, so, it, for, I, it, as soon as he said it, I rejected the idea. I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> you do—you do, do a much better job of engaging with the audience and building those sorts of things. I don't think that's something I could pull off successfully. And he goes, "Just do it. Just trust me."
1: And I should stop questioning him because Chris comes up with great ideas.
0: And so, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, hey, very long. thanks,
1: uh, experienced podcaster guy, but I'm going to reject your idea and substitute <laughs> <Yeah>. my own. <laughs>
0: um, the guy that knows little or nothing about podcasting is going to reject the idea of a guy that ha- that's implemented many good ideas. That was really <laughs> smart on my part. Yeah. <laughs> so, I did. I, I did it kind of on a whim. I you know, thought about it for a little while. I was like, God, why do I... If he suggested I said, at least try it. Because everything he suggests sure. has, some, has some merit to it. And so... So we did. We started the hotline, and it's been great. It was great almost right from the beginning. In fact, I think two of our early callers were celebrities.
1: Yeah, almost immediately we had celebrity call-ins, which was yeah. a really
0: good you know confirmation of what we were doing. It's a great sign for future success. Yeah. And so the idea was we were just going to play the hotline messages on the regular this week today episodes. The problem was that those episodes are supposed to be thirty minutes or less. At least that's right. how that's how they were designed when I put them together originally.
1: And they were for a short time. (laughs)
0: They were. They were. (laughs) Originally, believe it or not, it was supposed to be 22 or 23 minutes. Like that was supposed to be the runtime for this week today. And so the hotline messages, when we started playing them on the show, as you remember, made the show way too long.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it was so good. We didn't want to cut it out.
0: No, exactly. That's exactly right. So we we had this good problem, as sometimes happens with projects. And so we came up with the idea, why don't we do... Episodes just for the hotline messages. That's all we're going to do. We like we love what the hotlines you know created, the way it's people have engaged. So let's do (laughs) additional episodes. Let's do supplementary (laughs) episodes for our supplementary show, (laughs) just to play the hotline messages and reward people for engaging with us as we've asked them to do. I love that, and 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 the engagement has
1: been killer.
0: And and you remember what were they originally called?
1: Hotline Minisodes. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we called them Hotline Minisodes, again, because we were just going to play Hotline Messages on there. But then it became a collecting place for anything that we didn't have room for on the normal yeah.
1: episodes. Not news stories, but
0: everything else. No, no, <laughs> definitely not news stories. <laughs> then last May, we started the Facebook group, the Gravity Beard Interns. That was a stroke of genius, in my opinion. Well, and again, the name of the of the group came from Chris. I was. I didn't know. I started the group, but I didn't know what to call it. And he goes, "Why don't oh. you?" Call it? Be, because Chris calls his listeners home trees, and that's a reference to the movie Avatar.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good and, idea.
0: And yeah, and they and they love it, and and they they kind of just embrace that whole idea that they're all home trees, and um, and so he said, "You should call them. You should call them interns." Now, a lot of people don't. I, I posted this in the group, but I haven't talked about this in the show. But the reason why he said interns is because. There was a series of ep- there was a period of where I did episodes of Gravity Beard where I had started at the very end around the time of the credits, I had this ongoing storyline about how I was trying to find just the right intern for the show to help out on the show. <laughs> and I don't remember how long it went. It went for like, I don't know 10, 12, 15, 20 episodes or something. And then I just got, I got tired of it and I quit. But as part of the one year anniversary, I played an episode where I did all of those back to back in sequence. It's like 12 minutes of audio or something. And so, he, he remembered that, that ongoing storyline and said, hey, you should call your listeners interns. And so, we named the, we named the group Gravity Beard Interns. So, you again ignored a great idea until <laughs> so a little bit later. <laughs> right. And then I marinated on it for a short time and then I implemented it like I should. And, and so, uh, yeah, that's where interns came from. That's for, that's the origin of the Facebook group. And I think you would agree it's been more fun than you could possibly imagine. Oh,
1: yeah. No, it's... I mean, it's... It, I mean, how long ago was that that happened? And, like, the Facebook group is is constantly abuzz. Yes. There's always something going on. Uh, there's there's friendly disputes. There are uh, hilariously good-natured insults, um, a difference of opinions, jokes, memes, puns, food. There's it, just yeah. always somebody, like, doing... I'm always curious to see what's going on in there. Well... And at the end of each episode,
0: now I, I ask everybody, hey, go check out the group. You're, it's really fun. You're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. But that sounds so lame. But the, when you say it out loud, but that's the truth. The, the reality yeah. is, and I, I've said this a couple times. If you're not in the group, you are missing out on things.
1: Yeah, you are yeah, you yeah.
0: are missing out. The the Facebook group for this show. If you're not part of it, you're genuinely missing out on
1: something. But it's not like you're missing out like on premium content that like you no, know making no, no, like no. you know you know what I mean. Like it's not that.
0: Well, if you act now for only five, not you know exactly. Yeah, it's not a cheap ploy to get a couple extra bucks out of people. Although I wouldn't mind if they gave me some money. I mean, but I wouldn't
1: say no to money, but I would not yeah. say
0: no. But it the group is tons of great material posted every day, just mm-hmm. like you said. And the thing about it is, uh, it's become its own little universe.
1: Yeah, that is a hundred percent true.
0: Right? Like, like it's it's taken on its own little, it's become its own little world, its own little corner of the internet, and everybody kind of gets it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great place to land. So the thing about the group is, is it quickly became obvious that we needed to bring as much of the stuff from the group out to the show to the broader yeah. audience. Yeah, definitely. And then hopefully that's the best chance of everybody getting exposed to all <laughs> of it. this
1: platinum content,
0: <laughs> right? Right. The way we break ground every single day, <laughs> every single show,
1: every single show, man.
0: Yeah. And so, so bringing the stuff from the group is just a natural extension of all that. And the result it is, of that is this show is by the listeners for the listeners. Right. I, I mean, now it's gotten to the point where this week today is still what it is. And we still do consistently the same thing. But the staff meetings... Are probably ninety percent driven by the group, if if maybe a hundred percent, but it's at least ninety percent driven by stuff out of the group.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Which
0: another way of saying that is, it's ninety percent driven by the listeners.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It's Fibble, for the listener by the listener. That's right. <laughs> and by the way, I couldn't be happier that that's the case. Well, you know, and I gotta say, like, just uh, I mean, selfishly, the amount of friendships. I mean, I you know, with my job, I'm I, I'm either like a- extremely active in the group or a ghost. You know, right. but the good thing about the group is that, like, there is always a place for you no matter what your schedule is, which is really good for me. Um, but, like, there's just so many, like, little touch points of friendship that I have in there now that I didn't have before. And as lame as that kind of sounds, like, you know, when you say, like, well, you know, before I had this, I didn't have, you know, but it's, <laughs> you know, you've got, like, a bunch of people that, like, you know, there's friendly ribbing. There's just, like, the, you know, that I've gained these friendships, which I think is just fantastic. Genuine friendships, though. Yeah. Yeah. Except ours. Ours is a sham and a farce for the listener.
0: Yes. That's one hundred percent correct. But the <laughs> friends that each and you, you and I both have with people in the group, those are those are real friendships. We yeah, I feel like we've yeah. developed real friendships with the people in the group and on yeah. the show. Yeah, and, and having a bunch of people take ownership with us is the most enjoyable way to do a show like this. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So just just a couple more things. So that's how the show originated and how it's evolved into what we what we do today. But any good podcast is going to continue to evolve over time. You know, it keeps it fresh for the listeners and for us as the creators. And So here, here's the most current example. Last episode, I opened up with a version of, of the song Black Betty by Ram Jam. Yeah. That was something that Tori posted, <laughs> which, by the way, is one of the funniest threads that's ever been posted in the group. <laughs> everybody piled on the, the, the Black Betty thread. But that's the first episode where we opened with a different song than normal. Our original theme song for staff meetings was Hotline by The Silvers, which, by the way, that was a a record that I had on 45, a 45 single as a kid. And I don't know what happened to it, but that's where it came from. That's where I first heard it. And so I've I've known about that song for literally 40 years. That's awesome. As much as I love that, I wanted to mix it up a bit. And it's not quite as appropriate because, you know, using that song is not quite as appropriate because we do so much more than just the Hotline messages. Right. So, for example, this episode, you know, we opened up with the song uh, Chelsea Dagger by the fr- Fratellis. Fratellis? Right. By the Fratellis. And that was a right. post that was that was posted by Keith Gala for Pop-Up Filmcast. So, the idea moving forward is to use music that comes up somehow in the group, in a thread for some reason. For You know, for example, like I said, Black Betty's from a post from Tori. Chelsea Dagger was the post by Keith. Casey has has posted a a, a long, long thread with a bunch of his favorite songs. I've, I've recently done one on Cake. So, we're going to start using songs at the beginning and end of the episodes that are driven from posts from the group.
1: That's, I think, a brilliant idea. Yeah, just to mix it up. Yeah, and it further kind of feeds the listener-driven, you know, listener-inspired show. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: anyways, I love the show. I love it more and more as time goes by. But the best thing to come out of it, like we said at the top of the show, is our friendship for sure.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man.
0: It's a pleasure to do a, a, a really fun show like this, but we can we can also be close friends with your co hosts I mean, that's yeah, that's crazy icing on the cake that you just don't always have.
1: Well, and and more so than even that, because I mean, that's the, there's probably not a better way to say it. But you know, I've called you with some pretty heavy stuff, you know, and things that I don't really trust to many people. I don't really give away a lot to a lot of people, and you know, it doesn't matter what time I've ever called you you know, you've always been there and available to listen to whatever I've got going on and provide your input, which is, is to your point, like, you know, we've got a deep seated friendship at this point now that, yeah. you know, I don't share with a lot of people. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And you're hundred percent right. It's a blast.
0: Yeah. Well, and, it, and that's mutual. Yeah, we, we've had mutual, deep, profound conversations about, about things that are going on in our lives. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So we've had a lot of great moments on this show. Yeah. A lot of really funny moments. But we've had a couple of conversations, and I think we, you and I, have come to a consensus on what our favorite moment in the history of the show is.
1: <laughs> okay, I hope it's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is what
1: you're thinking of.
0: Yeah, and, and I know this is a special moment for you and I. I don't know if this sticks in in the brains of the listeners, but I'm playing this because you and I have agreed that this is our favorite, <laughs> our favorite experience in the show. <laughs> I don't know how we started running polls in the group. I don't remember how that started. And and then we discussed the, the results. I, I think I it
1: was, I, I think that the cheesecake debate is kind of what kicked that off. Because it is was it that really? it's Christmas, like a Die Hard at Christmas movie. Those two things, you know, kind of simmered the volcano that became the poll factory. Okay. It was probably was something that's likely.
0: Okay. So this is around that time at the beginning. <laughs> and I'm going to play this clip. Okay. So the audience knows this is Adam and Chris's favorite moment in the history of the show. <laughs> when the clip starts, we're going to be talking about Peter DeVilbus's hotline message regarding cheesecake. Okay. And then it's going to roll into our favorite moment. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here we go.
0: Well, you know, I mean, even though he, he came down to the other side of this debate, uh-huh. you still have to love hearing from him about it.
1: Dude, I, I know. I
0: was like, well, if I had to get you know an
1: opposing opinion, there's there's nobody who puts you in a better mood than hearing it from right.
0: him. Right. Still, I still feel pretty good about that. All right. So I've got one more thing to say, Adam, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Here it goes. So now that we've followed the proper protocol and we've run a poll and gotten everyone's input. <laughs> now you have a fee. I think you have to admit that the previous results were not official, and I actually won the cheesecake debate. I think you're like Eli Manning. Your team won it for you. Hey, <laughs> okay. that's not how this works.
2: I won the debate.
0: I, the whole point, a win occurs when, when we're on the majority side. You're yeah, not going to do this to me. You're not going to do this to me. <laughs> I won the cheesecake debate. I, I want to hear you acknowledge. There is no denying my victory. (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. Listeners,
1: I wish you could see Chris's face right now. This is the best.
0: (laughs) I don't remember the exact numbers, but this was almost as big of a a defeat or equal to Is Die Hard a Christmas movie, which I took my medicine, and I acknowledge that
1: you won the, the Die Hard debate. Yes, I would say that the cheesecake debate definitely stands in your favor. God, that is such a weak way of saying it.
4: <laughs> Adam, do me the favor. You,
0: you still are out ahead in the total vote, in the, or in the total, you're still in the total number of debate wins. You're still ahead. You have to at least.
1: I concede exp- that you won the cheesecake debate. Okay, thank. You. But I also you. say that I am not wrong. <laughs>
0: It's not about that. Because I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell you, I, I took a shower today and used bar soap, and I'm not apologizing for it, okay? So live your life unapologetically, man. all we can That's do. right. So those are two totally separate things. All right. Well, with that, Adam, do you want the final word on this?
1: I've prepared a statement, Yes.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop it there, but then you actually, Dude. you should your prepared statement.
1: <laughs> I just, You're not going to do this to me at all. You're not
2: gonna
1: do this. <laughs> a win occurs when you're on the majority side. <laughs> a, win, a win occurs
0: when you're on the majority side of this.
1: Oh, man. And, and I'm not kidding about that. Like, the look on your face was just like, Come on. <laughs>
0: i don't know if the listener picked Mm -hmm. up on this but you kicked me in the crotch about four times in that clip (laughs) (laughs) like you would not you would not say what you needed to say
1: i know i know and then i felt bad because you know you know you always were really a really good sport about the one the, the wins so yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel bad enough to circle back to it, but I did. I, I thought about it later. If that makes any <laughs> sense. But the,
0: the more we, we, you and I have talked about that moment on the show a lot. And, yeah. And you, and you convinced me as I reflected yeah. that it that probably is our our, be, <laughs> our best moment or our favorite moment of the show.
1: Yeah, whether or not it's our best, it's certainly my favorite.
0: Yeah, maybe not our best, but it's our favorite. That, I think that, I don't even know how long that was a minute or a minute, couple minutes or whatever. That, that, is a, that is a perfect encapsulation, a sample of our relationship personally, our relationship on the show, and just the show in general.
1: Yeah, and I think it was a, a, a hilarious culmination because that, <laughs> that's exactly right. Because it also encapsulates the group too, because the group was heated on those issues, you know? So. Yes,
2: yes.
0: <laughs> that's why, yeah, that's why you're right. That, that's why that clip represents the show and us so yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> oh what a what a magical moment. You're not that's gonna the, do this That's to me. the platinum content. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna do this to me, Adam.
1: Yeah, like, that sounds like that's such a weak way to say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. All right. Oh, faves. <laughs> I hope that the listener enjoyed that as much as we did again for probably the yeah. dozen times.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least.
0: Okay, well, I think that's all of all of the stuff. We, we can actually move on to our normal agenda now. Are you ready? Well, let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to begin once again by recognizing our top contributors. To the oh yeah, I know it's it's been heating up this week. It, boy, boy, has it ever. Okay, let's <laughs> let's play our top ten countdown theme.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten.
0: Okay, let's count them down. We're going to go from 10 down to 1. So uh, in the 10 spot uh, is Corey McCord, Science E. Hey, Science Face, I, who, is I, still, who is still in the top 10 but slipped from number 6 down to 10 with Sarah Stapleton uh, nipping at his heels at number 11. Oh, wow. Sarah, come on. You had to pop some tags and get in there if you know what I mean. <laughs> do it. So at number 9, making his first appearance in the top 10, Casey
1: Jones. Casey Jones.
0: Yeah. Now, no now kidding. Casey's the and I th- mentioned this earlier, but Casey is the curator of his own playlist thread called "My Disturbingly Awesome Music Thread." Hashtag Drunk, Dark, and Daily. <laughs> there's some I really good that. songs in there. Yeah, uh, he he's been almost as consistent with that music thread as Tiff has with her her posts. Everyone should check it out, especially um, there's one that he posted that's just buried in the thread. It's called "More Ribs, War Pigs" by Mick Sabbath and Trafe Trauf. Any case, it's very disturbing and very awesome. Okay, at number eight is our friend Tori.
1: Ah, yes.
0: And this is also Tori's first appearance in the top 10. Oh, welcome to the top 10, friend. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Jim Weir slips two spots to number seven, but he's still Ooh. firmly in the top 10. Jim, come on, man. <laughs> come on, buddy. Number <laughs> six is Brisky from Turn of Phrases. She moves up two spots to number six. Well,
1: her pun turnship is pretty going pretty well.
0: Yes, she's, she's really cranked it up. So thanks, Brisky, for that. Number five is uh, Vlado K. Coates from It's Not Rocket Science. He moves up two spots to make his first appearance in the top five. Hey, Vlado. Yeah, so thank you for that. The top four, the people in the top four, doesn't really change, but the order changes. They're, they're kind of jockeying for a position. So at number four this time around is our, our good buddy Keith Gala from Pop Up Filmcast. Ah, He's Mr. A, News Quick hits. That's right. Number three is Paul Chomo from varmints and then Tiff gently nudges Keith and Paul out of the way <laughs> and, mo- and moves, moves into the second spot. Now she took a vacation and slipped a little bit, but came back full fours and she's yeah. both been, been posting a bunch of uh, disgusting food and participating in other ways. So she's in the second spot. Now Luke i Holds on to the number one spot. Now he's just running up the score.
1: Yeah, I think he's like a college football game at this point, just just lobbing passes on the AAA school. Yeah.
0: In fact, he has eight more posts and 45 more comments in the last 28 days compared to the previous period. Jeez. Yeah.
1: I don't know how Luke Umscheid and Paul Chomo don't get fired. Well, it's funny you would say that, actually, Adam. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because. Now, I want to say something before we move on. Okay. The top four don't change; uh, they, they jockey. They, they haven't changed, but the, those spots are up for grabs. Absolutely, entirely possible for those spots to be taken. I agree,
0: but relating to people being so involved in the group that they might lose their job. Yes, I have something I'd like to play for you.
1: Okay.
5: This is Luke,
6: and this is how I talk. <laughs> uh, Tiff, you're killing me, Tiff. Masta Matando. I just can't get the gravity beard stuff out of my head. Oh, I'm obsessed. I got my third warning at work. I, I just, I can't believe it. I'm searching all day and night. I'm losing sleep. I can't even candy yams anymore. <laughs> and we all know how much candy jams just, I, I just, I, I don't know what to do. My obsession is because, you know what? I got to look on orbits or something. I got to get a flight out there. I'm coming for you, Toph. I'm coming for you. Dunskies.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Looks like you're going to have a, you know, a guest appearance for Luke Umscheid. Apparently Umscheid's coming, coming to town. <laughs> yeah, where is Umshide? Uh Down in Florida. He's in Florida? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I think though that if you had to lose your job, I mean, I think he's on the right page though, you know, because he's on the Gravity Beard Interns page, which you know, we've had many people go on to continue to be more interns. That's correct. It, it's that's a correct. good job opportunity for it. Really is. Intern. It is. Now, I have
0: noticed that since we started the group in May, that no one's advanced beyond the position of intern. So they've,
1: they've evolved their internships, Chris. That's the difference, <laughs> right? So it's it's self rewarding here. This is that's that's worth more than money. That's a good point.
0: And I'd actually like to say two things about this list, the countdown that we just did. First, it's not meant to shame anybody that doesn't make the list. You know, we appreciate everybody who participates in the group in the show. We just thought it'd be fun to give special recognition to people that, you know, that participate
1: the most. Wait, I thought the whole idea was to shame people for not participating. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, you have that wrong. Oh. Yeah. Well, this whole
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> But secondly, I do want to say this. All the other podcasts that we mentioned on on the show, whether it be Varmints, Fish Nerds, Pop-Up Filmcast, Turn of Phrases, It's Not Rocket Science, Podcast 42, uh, The Wild Pitch, More Gooder Than, Hashtag Adulting, and a bunch of others. On the Ledge. (laughs) No, 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 no. we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) All the shows, not counting On the Ledge, that I just mentioned, they're (laughs) members of the Gravity Beard Interns. Yeah, each of them has been good to us in a big way, and they're yes. all great shows, and they deserve your your support just as much as you support our show. So please subscribe and, and listen to them as well. Hundred percent.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay. How about some November birthdays, Adam? Oh, sweet! I love yeah. no- November birthdays. Your birthday is in November, right? Nope, nope. My birthday is not in November, Chris. Um, Are you serious? I'm hundred percent positive, and um, I just I I it's not it's not this. F- Month, huh? You're sure? Yeah, I remember the moment I was born, and it wasn't in November. Huh. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, (laughs) moving
0: on. It's it's hard to believe, but it looks like you're the only
1: one in the group that has a November birthday. So, Chris, my birthday isn't in November. It's still not in November. You can look down the paragraphs, and it's going to be the same thing. My birthday is not in November.
0: All right. Well, then, in that case. My sweet daughter, Ellie, is
1: celebrating her first birthday on the 24th of this month. Mm. I wonder what she's going to do when she's old enough to realize that her father is, you know, (laughs) kind of a sham. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well,
0: I'm just going to ignore that comment and instead say, happy birthday, sweet daughter. And I hope uh, hope (laughs) you have a, a really fun time celebrating your very first birthday on planet Earth. Yes. Welcome, daughter. (laughs) <laughs> Happy birthday, Ellie. I'll probably mention that on next episode, too, because that's closer to when her birthday actually is.
1: She's Lady Gravity Beard.
0: <laughs> no, that belongs to my wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like Princess Gravity Beard. There you go. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. So as we do on uh, on our other staff meetings, we've got a lot of polls, Adam.
1: Man, and they're, they're heating up. Paul Chomo has a really good one that I'm excited to see the results of, and I yes. can't believe the people in this group yeah, we'll we'll actually get to that towards the end of our, of our discussion on our
0: polls. So let's jump right in. We're just going to run through these pretty quickly. So the first poll is, what is your favorite cereal? And this was a very popular poll and got a ton of votes. Yeah. So here's how it shook out. Cinnamon Toast Crunch won the entire poll with 11 votes. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I do too. Captain Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Cheerios, and Life were the rest of the top five. And when when I was a kid, I was also par- partial to golden grams, same which, same which you added. You added that to the group, yes. And then uh, sugar corn pops, honeycombs were added by Sam Culper, and frosted mini wheats by added by Luke Umscheid. Each of those got three votes, and those were actually all really good cereals. I like all those,
1: dude. You know, when I was a kid, I used to love frosted uh, frosted flakes, but like they got. Uh, I think when I was like in the college, I was like, this is. Literally, sugar cubes. I'm I'm chewing on here. I can't, I, I had to stop eating it because it was like, this makes my teeth itch, you know? It made your teeth itch. Yeah, it's very huh. sweet. Very it sweet. It is very sweet. But that's really what cereal
0: is, right? Like, it really has no nutritional value.
1: Oh, no, it's candy and milk, <laughs> which makes it yummy. Yeah, <laughs> delicious.
0: Okay, so I recently got a haircut and I also clipped my finger and toenails. I also bought a new set of white undershirts. Doesn't that all sound mm. like a bunch of old man activity? Yes. <laughs> So it got me thinking, what makes a person feel squared away? In other words, that their life is kind of in order. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And so paying all of your bills got the most votes with 12. Yeah. Leslie Morgan added she never feels squared away. <laughs> that got the second most votes. It was tied with grocery shopping. Uh, Jim Weir added that he feels squared away when he drinks heavily. <laughs>
1: I, I can completely agree with that
0: one. Yeah, I'm not sure that he or I guess you also understand really the concept, but Jim, thank you for responding anyways. (laughs) I I feel like it makes perfect sense. Sure. Jim also added taking a nap. Both of his responses seem kind of related. Well, yeah, one leads to the other.
1: This episode brought to you by Bullet Bourbon.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jerry Orn says he feels squared away just by waking up in the morning. Wow, that must be like a feeling that no one else on this planet has. <laughs> right. There's exactly zero people that can relate to Jerry in that comment. <laughs> yeah. So, next poll was Are you interested
1: in space? Yes, absolutely interested in space.
0: Yeah. So, the original response options were very interested, meh, and not as much as I was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Vlado added, extremely interested. And Dave from Cleveland added, headed the winning response, which was, I'm still mad about Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Screw you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) Right. And that won the entire poll with 13 votes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a very, you know, inflammatory issue. It really is. Now, very interested in Extremely came in second with 11 combined votes. So they probably
1: just didn't see the other one right
0: right uh my sister-in-law uh, roxanne michelle catuto sarah stapleton shannon martin from podbean and, and me are not interested in space really yeah i have no interest in space
1: well you like to stay indoors and that's the farthest from the indoors as you can possibly be <laughs> right now keith said if he was younger and single
0: he would move to mars oh yeah for sure it's a hot place <laughs> it's, it's happening yeah man. Mars is happening right now yeah so it's, it's awesome yeah. Oh, and and because we we had so many people that said they were interested in space, I'm just going to say, stay tuned in two weeks to our next episode.
1: Ooh, this sounds nice. Good
0: teaser there. There's a little space related tease for the listener. <laughs> you don't you don't get that sentence put together often. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Next poll was, do you prefer breakfast for dinner or dinner leftovers for breakfast? And, and breakfast it was actually for, dinner, for sure. So 27 to 12, people preferred breakfast for dinner over dinner leftovers for breakfast. And I would agree with that. Breakfast for dinner is very fun and delicious. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Our next poll was, do you like Frito Chili pies? 28 people responded to the poll. Only Chris Osborne of Play Comics Podcast said he did not like Frito Chili pies. (laughs) It sounds good. Oh, it's so delicious. Speaking of chili, our next poll was posted by Clint Kimmel. He posted a very polarizing and very popular poll and that was do you put beans on chili oh 30 to 8 said yes put you know, beans are fine in chili
1: yeah i think that's the way it's supposed to i think chili by definition has beans in it i prefer mine without beans i like extra meat
0: yeah and i don't totally disagree with that but i, I don't mind beans in chili however cory mccord <laughs> science, <laughs> yeah, science yeah, face, this is gonna be good he eventually posted the international chili Cookoff regulations oh which i would say is a is the authority yeah According to the International Chili Cook-Off Regulations, if you're going to
1: enter a chili cook-off, your chili cannot have beans. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that chili, like, by definition, had to have beans. No, no. Oh, this is great news. This is fantastic news. Yeah. Dude, that's that's best news I've heard all day. Yeah. So, there you go. The next one is also a food-related poll,
0: and Paul Chomo posted, what are your favorite burger toppings? Oh, huh. This was also one of our more popular polls, just in terms of responses. The most popular (laughs) toppings aren't that big of a surprise. They were cheese, bacon, lettuce, pickles, and avocado. I endorse all of those. I think those are all good things
1: to have. fried Uh, egg would be good on there.
0: Yeah, that came up later. Now, I was surprised that mayo was the most popular condiment for a burger. Mayonnaise? Yeah, totally. That's delicious. Yeah, surprisingly... Ketchup was third behind mustard. I always figured ketchup was the most popular condiment to put on a burger.
1: Yeah, I I would think that like I I would think it would be the most most common you know or most popular, but definitely not the, my favorite. I definitely love the mayonnaise first. Oh, you do? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All
0: right. Fair enough. Well, Chris Osborne, he's the one that added fried egg. It got fourteen votes. I completely agree. I think a fried yes. egg, or or even um, I think maybe him or somebody else added. um Maybe sunny side up with a runny yolk. I think that's delicious.
1: Well, right. When you typically, when you order the fried egg, it becomes, as you said, like sunny side up or over medium or something like that. Yeah. That way you get a rotting center. I think over medium is is the perfect egg to put on, really
0: on anything. (laughs) I actually put an over medium egg on lots of different things these
1: days. Dude, steak, burgers, (laughs) fries, hash browns, all the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Now, Vlado added beets. That's bizarre. I don't understand. Ew. Luke added peanut butter, and there was a bit of a debate about that. I don't understand that either. No. Uh, both of those were understandably the least popular options on the list.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, guys. Which they should be. Yeah.
0: Okay. Moving on to a non-food poll, and this is one that I posted, I think. I'm pretty sure I did. Favorite Sesame Street character. Huh. Now, Grover was the top vote-getter with 12 goats. Grover is awesome. Grover is awesome. Somebody else posted Super Grover, which I also agree. So the Count, Super Grover, Oscar the Grouch, and Cookie Monster rounded out the top five. That all makes sense. Yeah. I think I think you put the... Did you put the Martians? No. Okay. Well, somebody mentioned the Martians. They're awesome. I totally agree. There were a ton of comments, too many to read, but Paul Chomo uh, did post a link to a Huffington Post article that was titled what your favorite Sesame Street character says about you, (laughs) which is very funny and a very interesting article. I went and read it. So go check that out when you have a chance. Okay. So Leslie Morgan responded to our Sesame Street character post and she said, Hey, we should do a favorite Looney Tunes character. And you and I both agreed that if someone requests a poll, they get a poll, they get a poll, right? They have to get a poll, right? That's how that's how it works in the Gravity Beard Interns. So you posted up a poll of people's favorite Looney Tunes characters. Again, I, I don't think the results on this were that surprising. Foghorn Leghorn was the winner with nine votes. That seems agree. kind of surprising to me. Oh, man, he's my favorite for sure. Who is your fa- favorite Looney Tunes character?
1: I mean, I don't think... I, I I think I had trouble deciding which one was my actual favorite. Yeah. But not Foghorn Leghorn. He'd never be oh, my love favorite. Him. No, he's great. I mean, I like him, but... Yeah, he's my favorite. So, so the top five included Marvin the
0: Martian, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, yeah. and Wiley Coyote. Yeah, class.
1: That's a great. That's a great top five.
0: It is now. Sylvester was number six. I actually prefer him
1: over Wiley Coyote. Yeah, I, I think that I like the order that as it stands, but I could see that.
0: Yeah, I would. I would put Sylvester in the top five. This is going to be probably super controversial. I actually wouldn't rank Bugs Bunny that highly. Why? I don't know. And I I just there's just other some of just some of the peripheral Looney Tunes characters I enjoyed more than
1: Bugs Bunny. Well, I think I th- I mean I can see that because he's more like the staple character in the face of the brand. You know, and you kind of need him as a pillar of the Looney Tunes characters, but he may not have all the attributes that are interesting like Marvin the Martian or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the uh the potato pole. Yes. So Paul Chomo is running a poll he's running multiple polls about potatoes as a side dish, but he's doing it kind of as a reverse poll. He's doing an elimination kind of deal.
1: I am so disappointed in this poll results resulting as it stands. Don't talk
0: about it because it's not over and we'll talk about it in a future episode. Okay. But, but Paul is painstakingly going through an elimination process to determine the ultimate outcome. Okay. Those are all of our polls. So let's move on. I don't I think this was, I think maybe this is something that I came up with, but The next thing that we discussed in the group was currently the best shows on television, Mm. the TV shows that people are enjoying the most. Now, full disclosure, historically, if you go way, way back, I probably watched as much if not more television than any human on this planet. Right. Being an avid endorsement, it's what we do.
1: Dude, you should have gone on beat the geeks and challenged the TV geek. Well,
0: I mean, I could have done that 15 or 20 years ago. Today, I would do poorly. But no, in any okay. case, I still love TV and th- and now I just have massive FOMO regarding all these awesome yeah. shows that come out all the time. And so I was, I just needed, you know, I, I needed to scratch that itch. So I asked everybody to to throw out who their favorite show, what their favorite shows are right now. So here we go. So The Good Place currently is one of my favorite shows. Now you've told me that Liz really likes this show and you don't really yeah. care for it that much.
1: Uh, no, it's not. I don't. I, I feel really purgatory-ish about it. Like it's neither here nor there for me. Oh, I think it's brilliant. And now I'm listening to
0: the podcast from the cast yeah. of the show that goes episode by episode oh, by the cool. by the cast. It's really, really good. That's awesome. Yeah. You put on the list Doctor Who. Excellent Absolutely. suggestion. Thank you. Corey McCord put Ozark on Netflix. I've heard that's a crazy intense and terrific it show. It
1: is intense, man. Jason Bateman,
0: genius. I've started episode one of that series twice and ever... Never continued.
1: It's one worth watching, but super intense.
0: Well, moving on. Uh, Tom from Jake and Tom Conquer, Conquer the World. He suggested Mindhunter on Netflix. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, I watched season one. I can't tell when season two is coming out, but it was fantastic. and I can't wait for it to come back. And su- supposedly the rumor is that it's going to have something to do with the Manson murders.
1: Oh, cool. I haven't finished season one yet. Yeah, it's it's fantastic.
0: Okay, so he also recommended Cobra Kai, which is, which is an original <laughs> show on, on YouTube Red. Which is barely established, YouTube TV or YouTube Red, but yeah. I heard about that. I heard it's really good. Uh, oh. Josh Hallmark suggested Atypical on Netflix. Haven't heard anything about that. Me uh, Vlado suggested Stranger Things, Series of, of Unfortunate Events, and Star Trek, all on
1: Netflix. Stranger Things is terrific. So all all those are great, and the limited tickets a Series of Unfortunate Events are awesome. I just hate watching it because it's like, this just sucks. It's literally a whole bunch of bad things happening uh, to these children. Over and over again, but it's so well done. It's got Neil Patrick Harris in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mr. Dookie
0: Hauser himself. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie McGinnis from Blazing Caribou Studios. She suggested Bojack Horseman on Netflix. I heard that's very funny.
1: I have not heard of that. Although
0: Carrie is rapidly becoming one of my favorite people. For sure. Luke suggested Forged in Fire, a reality show on the History Channel. I've never even heard of that. Oh, that show is awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, Keith suggested Last Chance You, Sneaky Pete, and American Vandal. I've watched a little bit of Sneaky Pete. Really good. I've heard about American Vandal. Sounds ridiculously hilarious. So I want to... Oh, both of, did I say those, both of those are on uh, FX? And he okay. also threw in Insecure on HBO, which I'd never heard of. Huh. Santiago, one of the co-hosts of Weird With You, also a pod show, he suggested Castle Rock on Crave TV and the Space Channel. Castle uh, Rock, I think, might only be available in Canada because <laughs> he lives in Canada. <laughs> Thanks a lot, pal. <laughs> two more recommendations by me. First, I can't believe it, nobody mentioned this, but The Marvelous M- Mrs. Maisel, have you seen that? No. That's on Amazon Prime. Really, really good. Season two starts in early December. I think maybe like the 4th or the 8th or something. And then Better Call Saul on AMC. That was the follow-up and prequel to Breaking Bad. Have you seen right. that show? No. It's on season three. Actually, season, t conclu- season three concluded. That's a really, really good show.
1: I've actually only seen like two and a half episodes of Breaking Bad, and that was years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I think you'd like it, especially if you like Ozark, because I feel
1: like that's inspired by Breaking Bad. I stopped watching Ozark. <laughs> oh, well, okay then. Now, I would throw in, um, you should also watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Netflix, along with Fringe on Netflix. Good show. Yeah. That was on
0: Fox originally.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Great, great shows. There's some TV recommendations.
0: Um, There's a hundred more shows people could probably recommend, but those are some pretty good ones. Okay, next, we asked everyone in the GBI if we should offer group or show merch. Yeah. And we got a really strong response that, yes, they'd like for us to offer merch for the show. (laughs) Sounds like they would just be cool with some Gravity Beard stuff. Yeah. Coffee mug was the most popular item, and then stickers, t-shirts, magnets were also top vote getters you suggested flash drives which is actually a good suggestion
1: yeah my blowtorch suggestion didn't go over very well
0: (laughs) (laughs) well some other suggestions included uh onesies which i love uh tote bags dave from cleveland
1: suggested pants (laughs) and casey suggested uh fake beards see if it had been dave from england and he said pants it would be a whole different kind of merch what do you mean because pants in england means underwear (laughs) <laughs> uh well it's
0: since you said that um i think jim might have suggested a speedo yeah let's
1: not let's not even go to that side of the poll. <laughs>
0: i also suggested a, a yeti style metal cup which several people yeah thought that was a decent idea
1: yeah that's a that's a good one and i think that like um i think we can do the merch and i think we ought to have like a hashtag um gravity beard intern yeah some option kind of, you know mm-hmm. where even just, if it's just the hashtag
0: I want to produce a, just a t shirt that just says, just says
1: intern on the front. And then on the back, it says hashtag gravity beard. <laughs> That's perfect. And we should also have one that says, Have you heard of gravity beard? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree. I agree.
0: <laughs> okay. Here's another idea that came from Keith. And I really, really love this idea. And I don't even know where to begin on executing it. But it'll, it'll be something we at least need to just keep in, in the back of our minds and just figure it out. But, but he suggested that we do a scripted sitcom podcast based on the group.
1: Wow, that'd be intense.
0: That's such a good idea, though. It totally is. I mean, obviously, it's modeled and inspired by the TV show The Office, at least in my head, it, it is. Sure. And if you could somehow figure out how to translate that to an audio podcast and do a sitcom based on the group. Just like the staff meetings are you know, basically are directly inspired from the group. If you can yeah. somehow represent the group well, what, what goes on in the group on a, on a scripted podcast, that would be really, really fun. I, I don't know how to do it, but I love the idea.
1: Yeah, it would need some solid writing. Kerry McGinnis, I'm looking in your direction.
0: <laughs> I mean, we have some friends that have writing talent. I, I think Keith actually can do some writing. And then Derek Glasscock from The Wild Pitch.
1: Yeah, he's good at that.
0: We know some friends that can write. And they're not even necessarily professional in fact none of them are professional writers, but they've got writing talent because I've seen right. them do it. I've seen them do right. it consistently over and over again, uh, especially Keith and Derek and, and a handful of others so and, and Carrie too, you know she had a um, she spent some time in stand-up comedy and, and comedy writing. so the talent is out there it's just that in my mind that sounds like just a monumental project. It's very intimidating, so I, I don't know if we will ever get to it, but I like the idea.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. that would be awesome.
0: okay, something else that was uh, posted by Keith. I think you remember, at the request of our friend Josh Hallmark from Our Americana, we did uh-huh. a "Where Are They Now?" on on the Alf on Alf, the nineteen ninety sitcom. Yeah. Well, Keith turned up an article from this past summer that Warner Brothers is working on a reboot of that show.
1: That's insane to me,
0: <laughs>
1: isn't it? Like, just is so crazy
0: <laughs> that this this puppet show, this puppet sitcom from twenty five years ago or whatever it was was it that long? I mean it was it, yeah, was it might be yeah early early 90 late 80s early 90s in any case entertainment companies never cease to go back to the well for ideas that worked
1: <laughs> yeah they just reboot everything that's
0: right another contribution by Keith who is our intern librarian yes Keith has dropped his latest book recommendation from Penguin Books it's titled How to Survive in a Strange World After Sliding into an Alternative Timeline <laughs> that actually sounds like a book i would read all the time head down to the gravity beard library and check out a copy from keith our official librarian
1: yeah that sounds like a book that would be fantastic to read i agree and keith if you just want to search
0: hashtag intern library i think you'll you'll get a all the posts from keith from the intern library they're all very funny actually yes all right adam the time is now It's time to get to one of my favorite parts of every staff meeting. Yes. And that is the hotline messages. Bring it on. Yeah, so in light of this being a special occasion, our 50th episode, we put out the call. We got an overwhelming response. We can always count on our team, bro. Absolutely. Let's just jump right in. Here is our first message.
7: Hey, this is Chris from Play Comics. And in a rare bout of total seriousness... I just want to say how great it is that y'all have gotten to your 50th episode. Um, I don't know if you Hmm. ever thought you'd get this far, honestly, but you've got a show that everybody loves. You've got a Facebook group that everybody loves. And y'all just have a great thing going. So here's to 50 more. You guys are doing an awesome job with it. And I can't wait to... To be able to tell more people about it because it's such a great show and I love it and one day when we can get the entire iTunes thing taken over by the underdog community mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. be the leader of the podcast world
1: Thanks man Wow what a message dude Huh? wow man that's that's heartwarming sincere. <laughs> wow that was uh, thank you so much man that's (laughs) that's awesome i i don't know that i have an adequate response to that just
0: to say thank you very much for that message that's really those are very kind things to say and we really appreciate that
1: yeah no there's (laughs) it was um uh, it
0: was awesome and and by the way chris you're part of this you're we're one of the people that makes the group great so thanks thanks for participating and doing what you do
1: yeah wow what a what a What a killer first message.
0: Yeah, great first message. Okay, here's our next one.
8: This is two girls on a bench, or just one, Trisha. I just want to say happy anniversary, and... They say that you're 50, and that's pretty cool. So now you can break all the rules, because you're 50. And the nifty... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. Was that like some <laughs> hotline kazoo action? Yes. That, one girl on a bench. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that is Trisha. She is one of the co hosts of Two Girls on a Bench, another really good Podfix show. And one of the things they're known for is their kazoo playing.
1: it's very funny and very well done so (laughs) yeah it was it was well timed it was in pitch uh it was topical and very much appreciate it that was that was amazing and and i i
0: know for a fact that uh, trisha's got a lot going on right now and she took time to leave us a message anyway so thank you very much for doing that trisha
1: thank you trisha sincerely
0: yeah for real okay here's our next message all right
8: hey guys This is Brisky from the Turn of Phrases podcast, also known as the Gravity Beard intern of puns, the pun turn. And I just wanted to congratulate you on 50 episodes of this week today. To celebrate, I'm taking y'all out to dinner. At first, I was thinking about going to a fancy seafood restaurant. But really, I think that's too sophisticated for us. Instead, let's get Mexican food so we can taco about how awesome y'all are. Yeah. (laughs) I'll order guacamole because a milestone this big deserves a big bravocado. And I know this is a weird thing to order at a Mexican restaurant, but I'm also going to order a side of pickles because this milestone is really a big deal. (laughs) For dessert, we'll get sweet potato casserole, so I can show y'all just how proud... I am of you. <laughs> All jokes aside, congratulations, guys. Keep on being awesome. Bye.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Brisky coming through. Yes. And speaking of members of our group that are great writers, Brisky yeah. is one of them. She is yeah. very funny. And I've posted this in the group. Every, uh, this is completely sincere. Every time she posts one of her puns, I laugh out loud. Like, it makes me laugh yeah. out loud every single time. Yes. And, and she does She does a great show. It's called Turn of Phrases. It's very, very interesting, and it's also very entertaining. It's perfectly executed. I've told her before, Brisky, your show, the way you put it together and the quality of the sound, sounds like a professional show. It sounds like an NPR show, uh, just in the quality of content and the sound quality. And she does all the writing, and it's really, really good. And it's not very long, so if you like podcasts but don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts, then you should put her show on the list because there's a lot packed into a small amount amount of time.
1: Well, I, I I'm very sincerely grateful for the comments, the call, the writing of that that message. To you know, and now I'm hungry, which is you jerk <laughs> for Mexican food. But I really wish that Brisky would make a brisket because I feel <laughs> like the to have Brisky's brisket would be. Too much joy for my own mind. I agree. I think she should. Okay, here's our next message.
0: Hey,
3: I'm Batman. Ooh, yes. In honor of Gravity Beard's 50th episode, I'm here to give you a list of things that there are less than 50 of in the entire world.
0: Ooh, interesting.
3: Number yeah. Number one is the Vaquita, a marine animal of which I think there are only 30 left that lives over in the northern Gulf of California. Huh. Wow. Surprise number one there's a Gulf of California. It's <laughs> number two, that we would let some animal get down to 30. That's ridiculous. Come on, people, have a heart. Number two, the number of perfect games thrown in Major League Baseball history, Ooh. which there are only 23. Wow. None of which have been thrown by the same pitcher. So there are also only 23 pitchers who have thrown a perfect game. A double me there. Number three, the number of people who know my real identity. For now, don't be the one that spoils this statistic. (laughs) Number four, the number of people who answered this question seriously when I asked for suggestions. Most of them gave some form of themselves as an answer. Come on, we're here to celebrate Gravity Beard and how awesome Chris and Adam have done with this show. You guys are awesome. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) the number of planets in the solar system until they change their mind on the definition of a planet again, (laughs)
2: and
3: then we'll have like 300 planets, something ridiculous like that. (laughs) Hey, Gravity Beard, congratulations on 50 great episodes! I'm Batman. Yes. And this is how I talk.
1: Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Batman gave us a kudo. This is awesome. Yes.
0: Yes. Our first thank celebrity call. Thank you, Batman.
1: Thank you for the compliments.
0: Yes. Thank you, Batman. We really enjoyed your call. Okay. Let's move on. That's that's going to be tough to beat. But
1: let's continue. I know this is like getting harder and harder to beat. I know. Well,
8: I was just calling to. Uh, congratulate you kids on this uh, 50th episode
1: is that weird
8: Uh, i was talking to your wife chris and she was telling me all about it In fact it's really a pretty big deal and i i I mean i really wish y'all the best that's great brilliant and i can only hope that in the next 50 episodes that y'all can get more people than just your family to listen to it
0: so (laughs) good luck guys
1: there it is. <laughs> I was like, there's no way we're not, we're, we're going to come out of this unscathed. I knew we were getting dicked no. around somewhere. <laughs> no. J- Jim Jim doesn't give out hugs. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jim. Thanks, man. That was awesome.
0: I actually just saw Jim again recently. And, oh, I did really, you? Yeah, yeah. I run into him pretty
1: regularly. That's, that's, your, that's unfair. I want to
0: see Jim. <laughs> hey, you know where to find him. He's here. <laughs> In Texas. You know where to find him. <laughs> Anytime you want. Okay, here's our next message.
4: Hey, boys, how are you doing? Hey. It's your podcast podcast. Hello. God <laughs> reception. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess Grandpa Frank uh, had some technical difficulties. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks, podcast, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Grandpa Frank, for yeah, for at least uh, trying. Thanks for trying. Yeah, yeah,
0: that means more than you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I hope he calls back. But, anyways, thank you. Yeah, here's our next message.
9: Hey, the Gravity Beards! Congratulations, fifty episodes! You've done it! You finally got it, fifty. Big- Big number. Congratulations. It's hard. For those who don't make a podcast, most podcasts don't get past seven. So, 50, you've beaten the odds. You've done the thing. You're now world-famous, rich podcasters. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, this is Clay from the Fish Nerds podcast, your chief executive fish nerd. Uh, I don't have anything, really to, talk, anything to add. I'm, just, I'm excited for you. I love what you do. I hope you keep doing it. Uh, you've built a great community and uh, fabulous work. So, nice job. Our Gravity Beard, and uh, and I, oh, uh, the only thing I'm going to say is go back to your Gravity Beard cover. I like that, the bearded man cover. <laughs> Much better than the Different Strokes cover, but that's me. Uh, but, hey, uh, congratulations. I'm excited for you, and I can't wait to hear what you guys get up to next. And also, I want to come back on your show.
1: Hi. Oh dude, I love I love Clay Grubbs. <laughs> and I, I don't think I can hear his voice now without thinking about and now dead.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a couple of things to say in response
0: to Clay's message. Okay. First, if Clay wants to come on our show, Clay gets to come on our
1: show. Standing invitation.
0: Yeah, so we we will make that happen. Secondly, I have tremendous respect for Clay and his talent. He's really, really good. So Yeah. If he thinks enough of our show to give us a compliment, that
1: means a lot. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it. Like, man, this is kind of high praise from you know somebody who's <laughs> great at their craft. Yeah. So,
0: as many episodes as we've done, he's done over two hundred. Wow. If you want to hear a quality show about how a quality show is done, then listen to Fish Nerds. It, he's really, really good. And Clay is successful enough that he gets invited to go do speaking gigs. Like, he travels around. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, Clay's legit. So if Clay likes her show, that's that's a big compliment. I'm
1: toads to jelly. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Th- thank you, Clay, for calling and we appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Here's our next message.
6: So I think for the 50th, I think it's time to give the people what they want. We want to know what kind of wands you get. From Ollivander's store, mm. like do it on air. Like we want to know: is, Are you do you have like a like a like a phoenix feather core? You know, um, like th- these are the things people need to know. And fair question. Uh, so so anyway, I'll be patiently waiting to know what kind of wand you guys have from 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 the Harry Potter universe. Anyway,
1: bye. I think we need to um, come back to that question at a later episode. Okay. Because I think we need to research a little bit on that one. But I love the question. Yeah, I do too. That
0: that was Chris Brayton Of course. Of More Gooder Than podcasts also of the Podfix Network. Okay, so help, he help like me. Help a good dude. Re- oh, man, he's the best. Good friend of mine. Uh, love his show too. Uh, Chris, buddy, thank you very much for calling in. We appreciate it. Okay, seriously, here, here we go. Hello, Adam. I think you'll know who this
2: is.
0: (laughs) Igor Somfanovsky, also known as Russian Bunny. (laughs) I believe you also heard from Russian Bear. We've agreed that we're going to give you a couple of days to celebrate reaching 50 episodes on your silly little (laughs) podcast. But shortly after, we're going to come knocking on your door, because I believe you still have some business to take care of. Sonskies. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean I do appreciate the grace to celebrate our fiftieth uh, you know, episode. I uh I'm really doing my best here to take care of this problem again, and yet that doesn't seem to be happening. So
0: Yeah, you're still hearing from Russian bear and Russian bunny. I yeah. I hope that they're that this doesn't get worse and there aren't other Russian animals out there that are gonna be added to the list.
1: Well, I, I just really hope that somehow this gets deflected onto you somehow and that you get taken out instead of just me.
0: I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I I think the heat is completely on you. There was just the one Russian animal that was after you and then there was the second and I think this is gonna continue to snowball.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look
0: just... forward to hearing it hearing what other Russian animals are gonna be coming after you. That's
1: all <laughs> that's well all I don't I think say. they're actually animals, Chris. And they might be insulted that you said so. So, hey, watch your back, bro. I think they know that I'm
0: speaking metaphorically. <laughs> and that I just think we might... This isn't the last we're going
1: to hear of this. I, I don't think the Russians find that kind of humor funny, Chris. <laughs> you keep telling them what they do or don't like, and that's just going to get you into deeper
0: trouble. I was merely an observation. Okay. I'm just saying, you might have stepped in it again. <laughs> Let's move on to our next message.
7: Hey, this is, uh, Dian D. McTion, so yes. I'm calling in to congratulate you on the 50th, uh, episode of, uh, this is, this is today, uh, <laughs> or whatever it's called. I can't remember because I'm driving and I don't want to look at my phone because that doesn't say. <laughs> uh, but anyway, congratulations and, um, uh, I think you need to do another deep cut episode at some point, okay, and I am, I want the entire GBI to know that I'm disappointed, we got no commentary on a Star Wars episode, um, really looking forward to hearing back from everybody, but anyway, way to go on another milestone, uh, look forward to many more episodes.
1: Corey McCord, thank you for yeah. that call.
0: Yes, and so I don't know if you understood what he said. He said that he was looking forward to more uh, Deep Cuts episodes. You know, mm-hmm. He and I did that one on Deep Cuts where we did where we talked about Red Hill Mining Town and we interviewed the, the president of the National Union of Miners in the UK. <laughs> That's awesome. Like the actual guy. Uh, he's right. So as soon as we get a good suggestion for another song and another cool story, uh, we'll definitely do an, another episode of Deep Cuts. And he was also calling for more feedback on his episode of um, How to Watch Star Wars, which was really interesting. I thought that was that was good information. I, I also was hoping for, I was hoping to hear people's opinions on that because I think it's potentially polarizing. I feel like I
1: didn't see that post. I don't think any of that was there.
0: Well, the weird thing about it is that Facebook has this weird thing that if you if you attach a link, then fewer people see it. Did you know that's uh, part of their uh, part of their algorithm? Uh,
1: that's lame.
0: Yeah. It's, I think it's their way of trying to curtail, you trying to sell stuff or, or direct stuff away from Facebook to other websites. Right. Yeah. So I learned about that recently. And that's kind of lame. All right. Here's our next message. All right.
8: Hey, Chris and Adam. It's Tiff, your food intern. Congratulations on your 50th episode. That's fantastic news. I'm putting together a party for you guys. Ooh. I've got the potted shrimp you asked for, but <laughs> I don't know where the Jello or the Aspic went to. Do either one, <laughs> one? of you know where it is?
1: Mm-mm. First of all, party. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, and is, is this is calling from the UK. No, it's a message from the UK. Yes, it is. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's a message from overseas. Tip sounds so nice.
0: <laughs> oh, I've talked to Tip a couple times, and I plan—I'm actually going to be talking to her later this week.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, tell her so I said she- hello.
0: Yeah, so Corey is coming into studio. i want to tease this. Corey's coming into studio. We're going to take care of some business. And then Corey and I are going to call Tiff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I don't know when that'll air, but just know that that's coming. It could be now or it could
1: be 20 years, but it's coming.
0: Or it could be like so many other things. We're saying it's coming and then it never comes. And then it never comes, right. <laughs> so that's also possible. Okay, here's our next message.
4: Hello. <laughs> I'm still hungry. <laughs> huh.
0: <laughs> that that's a shame. I hate to hear that.
1: Yeah, not dealing with that situation though. <laughs> no, we're just going to say, "Sorry, bro.
0: Thank you for calling." And um yeah, we we still can't help you. Nope. So to that I'm going to say, here's our next message.
7: <laughs> What's up, beardos? I suppose some congratulations are in order. You two have done the exact same thing 50 times in a row, and there is some milestone there, I'm sure. <laughs> I went to work 50 days in a row without calling out, but no one celebrated that. But I guess you guys are the t- are the type of granola-chewing progressive types who celebrate mediocrity. So if you want your participation trophies, here it is. Congratulations on 50 episodes of This Week Today.
1: wow that was an intensely intense message from the city of brotherly (laughs) shove yeah that
0: of course was dave from philly and dave is the co-host of the super movie bros podcast also on Podfix. so we've heard from a lot of uh, a lot of our friends from the network
1: yeah i feel like that uh you know okay that was a pretty uh uh, unsolicited bashing we just took right there so (laughs) you know what I think that's exactly what we should expect from Dave. Well, he is
0: from Philly. That's correct. So, I, I in, a, in a weird way, I think that was a compliment.
1: Yeah, that's true. He called him with himself. Perfect. <laughs> that's right. Okay, here's our next message. All right.
5: Hello, boys. How are you doing? This is Lois. grandma, Lois. Lois. How's everything going, Christopher Super and Adam? Fine, thank you. Oh, I'm doing okay. You know, I fell in the Dollar General a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, i no. so bad. Oh, the doctor gave me painkillers, and it's all I can do to to sit down and watch my stories in the afternoon. But thanks for checking on me, boys. When you come over, I'll make you a nice sandwich. Oh, you know, Grandpa Frank loves it when I make the bologna cake. I've made it for him for years. (laughs) It's such a special treat. I'll make that for his instead.
7: Yeah,
5: We're doing well. Over here, we heard you talking about the tiramisu on your podcast show. Oh, yeah. You know, I make a good tiramisu. I've made I believe it for it. years. But with Grandpa Frank, given his high blood pressure, I can't use the espresso anymore. What I do instead of espresso is I use prunes. <laughs> That's so good. It's delicious, and it takes care of two problems at once. If you know what I mean, I'll make a special one for you when you come over. Okay, boys, I love you. Call your grandmother.
9: Bye.
1: Yay, Grandma Lois. Yeah, what a great call.
0: Have, yeah, we actually haven't heard from her in a while, and it was really nice. Thank you for calling in in celebration of our fiftieth episode.
1: Yeah, we show we get food. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So we'll we'll, we'll be by shortly yeah okay here's our next message
6: good afternoon gravity this is brain oh wow (laughs) and this is how i talk as a liberator of human beings and an enemy of the batman i too have been listening to this week today for 49 episodes in fact, I quite enjoy the variety, as it helps me deal with the pain. <laughs> so it should go without saying that it piques my interest to hear this 50th episode. Now, as I go out to hunt down the bath bomb, I cannot wait to hear what comes out of your collective deep, dark minds. Congratulations. I'll be waiting waiting in the deep hollow depths of where you do not look. Listening.
1: Planning and waiting.
6: <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, don't mess with don't mess with Bane. But he's but he's a fan of our show, so that's cool. Yeah, that's not I don't think I was expecting Bane to be a fan of our show, but I'm really glad that he is. Yeah, for sure. So apparently Batman and, and one of his nemeses, <laughs> Bane, right. both are fans of the show. That's really fantastic. I mean, hey, even enemies have common ground.
0: Yeah. So Bane, thanks for taking time out of your busy day of, of trying to ruin the world uh, yeah. to call in for our 50th anniversary.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll have a spot in the post-apocalypse. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if we're his favorite entertainers, he's got to preserve us somehow, right? Right. Right. All right, here's our next message. All right.
4: Hey, boys, it's the ah. podcast, Grandpa
0: Frank. <laughs> okay, He called back. There you go. I
4: hope you're both doing great. I was just listening to the latest episode with your Grandma Lois, and we heard it was coming up on a big 50th episode. So I thought I'd call in and say, hello. Also, <laughs> it's really cool to hear my voice. So your Grandma Lois got all you know, hot and bothered when you hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh. I also mentioned it was Weird Al Yankovic's birthday recently, which got me thinking down memory lane. We went, we saw Weird Yankovic at the Rialto Theater in 1991-92-ish. Anyway, fun. the guy
1: behind yeah.
4: me, very quiet moment, yells, Al, I want to be your love slave. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Anyway, (laughs) Grandma got all hot and bothered that night, too, if you know what I mean. Boom! (laughs)
1: Come on,
4: boys. X-50. Looking forward to 100. Bye-bye!
1: Yeah. Grandma getting lucky. Grandpa getting lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa Frank, thank you so much. First, you know,
0: especially since he had so much difficulty making the first call. I know. He was able to recover from his frustration and call back, so we appreciate it. Yeah, that was a big thing. I'm also a big Weird Al fan, and so is Sam Robinson, who also at least is in the group. I don't know if she listens to the show, but if she does, shout out to Steph. I love Weird Al. I do, too. We've talked about him before. Okay, ready for our next one? Totally. Here it is.
10: Brother Tolf, Brother Adam! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) You, Peter, <laughs> it's Peter development You knew who it was. Yes. You knew who it was. There was there was a <laughs> there was a wrestler back in the day. His name was Norman yes. Smiley, and he used to come out. He used to say, "Who's your daddy? <laughs> you know who's your daddy."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> How's everything going, guys? I'm calling specifically because you guys are celebrating a milestone. All right, and this milestone apparently is your 50th uh, show, your 50th episode, and I wanted to wish you guys a happy 50th episode, happy anniversary, all right, I came in on the tail end, you know what I'm saying, but I really enjoy your show, and um, I love you guys, and I'm really happy for your success, and much more success, I want you to party, I want you to have a great freaking time. But what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to get a big head. Alright? <laughs> yeah. You know what Mr. T said about people with big heads,
2: alright?
10: <laughs> <laughs> alright? He said, Don't brag. If you brag, that only shows you can shoot off your big mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
10: alright? I had to do the Mr. T. It was requested and so I did it for you guys. You hear me? Um I love you guys, alright? Um you guys have a freaking great 50th episode and we'll catch you on the next episode
1: peace later (laughs) oh my gosh, that guy is just infectious in his like good (laughs) attitude and spirit i'm so glad he says don't (laughs) brag. who was the wrestler that he referenced i can't remember now but i mean i bet i could find that and remember him he pulls off the most obscure references and it's so fantastic yeah you know he actually contacted me on twitter today and sent me two tom jones references (laughs) <laughs> I was like, this just made my morning. <laughs> it's the one where he's like, I think I better dance now.
0: <laughs> there is only one Peter DeVilbus. That is 100% correct. 100% correct. I can't tell you how happy I am that he's part of our show.
1: Well, you know, and, and I, I'm i traveling more frequently to New York. I'm just waiting for the perfect trip to be like, Peter, it's going to happen. Please come down and have a drink. I'm so jealous.
0: Because I told him I was going to be up there on the phone. Fourth and fifth, I think, traveling back on the sixth of December. Yeah. But with his work schedule, there's no way for us to get together, and it makes <sighs> me really sad. Yeah. That sucks. I know. Uh, but Peter, thank you so much. The 50th episode would not be the same without Peter DeVilbus. Without
1: a call from Peter DeVilbus. That's 100% correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. Here's our next one.
7: Well, hello there, Tof. This is Cookie Monster, and this is <laughs> Talk. Oh, good. Wow. This
9: is your lucky day. 50 episodes, that is completely amazing. <laughs> you deserve a congratulations and a big giant cookie. Nom, 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 nom,
1: nom, no <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm so glad Cookie Monster called. That's awesome. I know, my favorite Muppet. <laughs> totally. I think he's my favorite Muppet.
0: I, I'm not even sure if I voted in that poll. I had to Monster. Yeah, he's cookie awesome. Monster. He's the best. Cookie Monster, you're my favorite Muppet. Thank you for calling in. Okay, here's our next one
5: hello this is russian bear oh no yes i want to tell you a little story in soviet russia there was once a little podcast this little podcast was not good it was boring because of this russian bear killed podcast (laughs) thankfully you don't have to worry about this kind of problem your podcast is very good i must say it's almost as good as podcasts in Soviet Russia, <laughs> you know in Soviet Russia, podcast listens to you <laughs> congratulations on the fiftieth episode my comrades, and I hope there are many, many more to come.
1: Nazrovia,
5: yeah, oh, and Adam Russian bear is watching you,
1: damn it. <laughs> 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 I like it that you thought you were off the hook until the very end. I was hoping. You know, I thought there might be a glimmer of hope here.
0: Well, do you want me to give you the glimmer of hope?
1: Yes. He says he hopes that there's
0: many more to come. There can't be many more to come if they take you out.
1: Yeah, I mean, the problem, though, is that, like, it's just more like a remorseful thing. It won't stop them from doing what they have to do, you know?
0: Yeah, but um, once again, kind of like Bane, you know, he's not going to come after us because he really loves our podcast. If anything, you know, they might maybe kidnap us and hold us hostage and just make us continue the podcast which is fine because that's what we're doing anyways that's
1: right and we have a good time that's correct i'm sure it'll be fine even if we're doing it under duress
0: yeah for sure for sure we are capable of bringing platinum level content
1: (laughs) no matter what the circumstances are no matter which mafia is after us that's right or or superhero villain right right also that you know and but and, and i'd rather thank you russian bear for taking the time out to call our podcast this was fantastic yeah for sure and for giving you a little bit of a break yeah that's true and like you said in, in, in soviet russia the podcast listens to you <laughs> <laughs> yes it does
0: okay let's uh let's move on to our next message okay hey adam hey tov This is LeBron James, and this is how I talk.
1: Uh Uh-oh, is he going to quit our podcast? I heard you recently hit 50 episodes
0: on your podcast. That's great, but you know what I'd do? I'd quit. (laughs) I wouldn't record one more episode. (laughs) I've quit three times in my career, and every time, it felt like the best decision I've ever made. (laughs) In fact, just leaving this message makes me think I should quit again, even though I'm barely into my first season with the Lakers. (laughs) There's only one exception to all of this. I'm not going to quit Space Jam. I'm going to make a way better Space Jam than Michael Jordan's Space Jam. Ha! Got you. I'm totally going to quit Space Jam before I even finish filming. (laughs) I'm going to go down as the best quitter in the history of mankind. (laughs) Gunskies.
2: Whoa,
1: whoa. That was a rough. Oh, I love LeBron James calling in and admitting his quittings. Well,
0: not only is he admitting his quittings, but now we realize that his biggest goal in life is to be the biggest quitter in human history. Well, he's on the right path,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, he's on the right path to quit everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! I'm going to quit. <laughs> that
0: is awesome. I have to admit, he had me. I thought, I thought Space yeah. Jam. Yeah, I thought his pursuit thing. to do a better Space Jam than Michael Jordan's Space Jam. Would possibly be the one thing he wouldn't quit.
1: He just knows that he can't top Jordan, so he gave up.
0: (laughs) Well, he hasn't yet. He's going to start filming it. Yeah, and then in the middle of it, before they finish it, then he's going to quit.
1: (laughs) Quit, right? (laughs) And he's going to bring a whole bunch of bad like movie makers, you know, with him, so that whenever the if it ever does get made, he can say, "Look, what I (laughs) I made this movie with all this trash I brought in. How could I have made a good movie with all this garbage around me (laughs) and this
0: horrible director?" (laughs)
1: <laughs> I quit,
0: Adam. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, but we don't have time to play all the messages. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. That that was over 20 messages. I think it was like 22 or 23 messages. We still have we still have more from Corey, uh, from Kelsey and Tori. Oh wow, and and one more from Peter. Oh cool. Yeah. So I, I've talked to Corey and Kelsey. Uh, and, and actually, I traded, I don't know if I meant, I traded tweet uh, direct messages with Peter. I don't remember if I told him, but I told him that our plans for all of them were that we'd play those other messages in our next episode.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. I am completely speechless at the uh, level of support messages that we got. Tonight. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> it's, it's super humbling if that was possible for me. But I mean, that, that's what I can equate what a normal person would feel. <laughs> like me, I'm incredibly normal. Right. No, seriously, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm
0: just going to circle back around to what I said at the top of the show, and that is I couldn't have imagined that our show would have reached this point, and we'd have this much support and this much engagement from so many talented and funny and just nice people and the friendships that we've made. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those, you know, when you start a podcast, you think, I'm just going to do this thing that sounds kind of fun it's all these other things that we've received and gotten to experience that you
1: just don't anticipate. And those are the things I'm the most grateful for. Absolutely. And you know, the people that like, and not like everybody that didn't call in, is not this way, but like, I mean, everybody in the group, I just feel like there's just something specific about each person that I just like, you know, and it's just like, man, it makes you kind of think on a, on a more macro level. Like, you know, this is a whole group of random people that came together There's complete difference of opinion on so many things. And yet somehow we exist together as friends and, you know, like as people in the world and we're having a great time. And I just wish that the rest of the world could be like this. But in the meantime, I'm really grateful for the people that comment on the things that I comment on and throw polls in there and, you know, just have become really cool and great friends. Well,
0: everybody's willing to do what they do in the group in in a kind and fun way, yeah, that's right, and that's yeah. what makes it work. And I, th- I think we've explained this on the show, maybe, but the whole purpose of the group and the way that we've designed it and what we hoped for the group was for it to be an escape from all the the ridiculousness yeah. that we have to put up in our in our real life. Yeah, you know oh, the politics and the tension, and I don't I guess in a childish way, just the meanness. There's just so much meanness out in the world, and correct and. And we need an, we need a place to escape for just a, if a few minutes a day, or mm-hmm. for Luke several hours, if, and Paul the whole day, Paul, Paul all all of his time. And we thank you for that, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but just seriously, just a place where we can escape and and act ridiculous and and embrace the absurd and just laugh and be together. You yeah. know, we can't do it in person, but thank goodness for the internet and for Facebook. Yeah, um, we found a way to create the most positive place we can out of Facebook and the internet, and and that's because. Of all the th- all the people in there that are willing to do that to make it that way, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that concludes this week's staff meeting and our fiftieth episode, Adam. Oh,
1: that's just crazy, man! It's Dude, so great. Cheers to you, brother! You've started something very, very cool and powerful.
0: Thank you. Well, um, you're a big part of this. You're the co-host, so <laughs> yeah. So thank you for everything that you do as well, and just for for being you. Yeah. I do acknowledge this episode is much, much longer than our normal episode. I hope everybody finds it worth it. We just had some things we wanted to share. We had a lot more messages than we normally have, thankfully. So thanks for sticking with us. We know this was a long one. Obviously, going forward, they're they're not usually this long, but hopefully you and you guys enjoyed the stuff that made it longer as much as we did. So yeah. thanks, thanks all for yeah. that. Yeah, thank you. Now w- stick around until after the credits. On, on this show, we're all about stuff that makes us happy and in the group. Tiff posted a song in the group that does that very thing. So we wanted to, we wanted to share it with everybody. It's called The Pop Singer's Fear of the Pollen Count by The Divine Comedy. It's just a cool little song, and, and it's one of Tiff's favorites. So stick around after the credits, after the uh, podfix stinger at the end, and we're going to play that song in its entirety. If you're not in our Facebook group... We've said multiple times during this episode. Please come join us there. We we would love to have you. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. If you're not in there, you are missing out, but we don't want you to miss out any longer. Please come join us. It really is an endless source of entertainment of all kinds. The number for the hotline is 321-465-2180. You'll find all kinds of information and credits and types of things in our show notes. So please go and check those out. Thank you one more time to everyone for contributing so much great stuff to both the group and the hotline and all the other places for my dear friend and co-host Lord Saunders. I'm your other co-host Toph and we'll see you next time. Later.
3: Shows like it at OddFixNetwork.com.